Swamp having fun. Todd's crazy. And welcome in. It's uh, Monday again, February 5th, 2024. Our blue is better. Carolina beats Duke. Nice. Todd, I didn't understand what you were trying to tell me, but. Uh, you were saying, Coach the Scout report that. Our blue's better. Yeah. Yeah. You got that right, Cal. Yeah. We're bringing you a Toddcast today like we never have after uh, Carolina beats Duke like they did. What's going on, Todd? The Rangers won the World Series they last did. year. Want to bring did. that up. They did. All righty. You know, the World Series is next week. It's liable to be. It comes around pretty quick. They got to hurry up and play this Super Bowl because... <laughs> Next football season is about to start. About to kick off. It's pretty wild and pretty crazy. I was out on Highland Drive earlier today, walking, and cons began falling on my head <laughs> in the driveway. And I looked way up in the treetop, two squirrels. Oh, yeah. Now, I don't know if they were rareback and throwing them. <laughs> They were up there getting some of the leftover pecans, and they were way up in that tree. Of course, no leaves. You could see them. And it looked like any time they're going to fall, the squirrels, that is. But anyway, they said, it's winter over. <laughs> I said, I'm not Pachitani Bee Cave, so I don't know what you're wanting here. But I'll tell you this. They were the, pelting you. Yeah. <laughs> I want to start wearing a helmet out there. Yeah, you might need to. I tell you. Hey, it is a beautiful afternoon, kind of on the normal, cooler side, probably, this time of year. No clouds now. And uh, it's just a wonderful day. So what's going on your side of the swamp? Go Tar Heels. Go Tar Heels. Yeah, they did. And uh, survived Which everybody out there really don't care. We're just kind of in the swamp. Well, don't listen to the show. <laughs> you can change your channel. All right, so tomorrow they play Clemson at the Dean Dome at 6 o'clock. Surviving advance, man. It's over. On to the next. Here we go. go. It's the way it go. It's the way basketball go. Well, I don't know about this guy, but uh, let's see where we were at here. A bomb squad was called in Washington State. It said an old rusted rocket was found in a local man's garage. And uh, yeah. it was actually an inert nuclear missile. It says a military museum in Ohio called police in the city of Bellevue to report an offer of a rather unusual donation. So up here it says Washington, down here it says Ohio. So there you go. Oh. But I guess this is the military museum. The police sent a bomb squad to the potential donor's home. And we think it's going to be a long, long time before we get another call like this. Elton John. Aren't they funny? 
Oh, Rocket Man. Yeah. Wow. So, uh... He's had that laying around. Apparently, there was no warhead attached, meaning there was never any danger to the community. So, uh... It's basically a gas tank for rocket fuel. Here it is. And, uh... The man did not want to be identified. (laughs) He is extremely irritated by the media coverage. Was not expecting a call from them. He's probably got a few warrants out, or he's illegal or something. I guess everybody's legal now. I don't know how that goes. But anyway, he said it seems the museum did not warn him they would be reporting his donation offer. He was gracious enough to let us have a look at it, and we determined that it was safe, which is good, because there would have been mass evacuations in the city of 150,000 people 10 miles east of Seattle. Wow. Yeah, I tell you. He said the rocket belonged to a neighbor who died. Oh. He bought it from an estate sale. I got you. Well, you know, not everybody has one of those, I hope. (laughs) (laughs) They put, uh, police ultimately deemed the item an artifact with no explosive hazard. And they spelled artifact wrong, by the way. That's just me pointing that out. The item was inert and the military did not request it back. So they left the item with the neighbor. Well, they got played ball against Artie. Fact. Already fact, yeah. yeah, yeah. So they uh, said so the first and only live firing of the Genie rocket was in 1957, according to the newspaper, and production of it ended in 1962. So there okay. you go, yeah. I'll sleep better tonight. Yeah, I guess those people will. So it's not a mass <laughs> evacuation. It's gonna blow. Wow. Oh, like the guy gets ticked off because. I mean, he's going to donate it. You give it to somebody. They do whatever they want with it, you know. But anyway, Virginia here. Can you see that? That's That's some kind of weird, white, mysterious stuff flowing through uh, Virginia drains and creeks. Wow. Well, it turned out the white color was due to waste milk from a Westover dairy plant. Well, I'll say. Yeah. It's trying to make cheese. Yeah. The department said a clogged drain line at the plant led to the milk overflowing into a storm sewer, making its way into the creek. There you go. It's not voodoo hoodoo. No public health threat. Okay. Don't cry over spilled milk. <laughs> That's right. Ooh. I don't get that one anyways. I don't. I never cried over nothing like that. How about this one, X-ray tech? Oh, that is a snake that's that a, has swallowed something. Yep. And yes. So this rat snake, it's in a, like, it's a... it's a Gear shift. Yeah, mod. it swallowed a gear shift, and it started pushing out of his skin. That's what I was just showing wow. you. Said the Second Chance Wildlife Center in Gaithersburg, Maryland, said the snake was brought in with an unknown foreign object in his stomach. Okay. He was shifting gears and somehow swallowed it. Yeah, and then it started poking out his skin. First gear. It's all right. Second gear. Hang tight. It's all right. This is common in rat snakes as golf balls and decoy eggs are often mistaken for fresh chicken eggs. And they need to get glasses. Yeah. In this case, the object had been trapped in the snake's stomach so long that there was a hole worn through the snake's skin. It was surgically removed from the inside of the snake and identified as a gear shift knob from a car. 
The snake has now made a full recovery and will be released in the spring once his insurance clears. I bet they ain't living by bowling alleys. <laughs> Look at that. That's crazy. <laughs> oh, man. Boy, I've heard of passing gas, but passing a gear shift? Hey, hey. Boy, that's something. You got to put it in reverse? Or? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm. All right, let's see a little music news. Uh, 2016, a new species of black tarantula that lives near Folsom Prison, California, was named after Johnny Cash. Of course. He hears that train of coming, coming down the line. A phonopelma Johnny Cashy. Whoa. Yeah. It was among 14 new tarantula species from the southern U.S., which were described by biologists in the journal Zoo Keys. Start making stuff up. 2004, Janet Jackson's right breast became the most searched for image in net history. Wow, I saw it. Yeah, it was seen by millions on TV. <laughs> Justin Timberlake pulled out her bodice, 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 during a duet. Search engines reported a big jump in searches for Janet Jackson in Super Bowl as people turned to the web for images of the event. Wardrobe malfunction yeah. came up a lot. Well, yeah, it happens. Well, Dad, the year they told you you couldn't stay at school anymore, you don't have to go home, but you can't stay at Kaufman. Yeah, 1967, the News of the World reported that's not the one I want to do. 1967, the Beatles filmed part of the promo clip for Penny Lane around the Royal Theatre, Stratford, London and walking up and down Angel Lane in London. Together with the video for Strawberry Fields Forever, this was one of the first examples of what later became known as a music video. 57 years ago is Pretty when neat, those started. Huh? Well, and the Beatles got it going, and probably a whole lot of people uh, so, don't realize that. So this could be big. Yeah, might be, might be. What do you think maybe they snacked on while they were uh, making that music video that wasn't called a music video next yet? Whatever. I don't know. Beetlejuice? But maybe with that they had a carrot. Hey! All right. Our health portion of the place today here on the Coach's Scout Report will be carrots. The carrot is a root vegetable, typically orange in color, though purple, black, red, white, and yellow cultivars exist, all of which are domesticated farms of the wild carrot. So they have domesticated the wild carrot. Okay. Well, this uh, is what it'll do for you and to you. Carrots can improve your vision. Carrots are a great source of vitamin A, which is a nutrient that boosts your immune system, cuts your risk of heart disease, and is essential for vision, growth, and reproduction. Carrots can help to prevent cancer. The vegetable is rich in beta-carotene, which is an antioxidant that works to prevent some types of cancer. This includes prostate, colon, stomach, and breast cancer. I do not know about swallowing gear shift knobs, though. Yeah. I don't know if the carrot helps with that. Carrot regularly consumption may help in weight loss. The vegetable has few calories 
and is a source of dietary fiber, which helps to keep the feeling of safety for a longer time. Thus, carrots can be a potent ally to reduce weight. But no matter what color the carrot is, you know what I'm saying? Told a while ago and all that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. There could be some possible side effects. Carrot is usually safe to eat, but when consumed in large amounts, it can lead to some side effects, such as the change of the natural color of your skin, which can become slightly yellow or orange. Now, I say eat a lot of carrots in the spring, and then maybe you'll already have a pretty good tan by. Summertime, it's a carrot time. Well, anyway, the daily intake recommended for fresh vegetables such as carrot is five servings. A serving of carrots is approximately half cup of the vegetable. It can be eaten every day and is healthy when eaten raw or healthier and cooked or baked. Carrots are an excellent snack choice. What about that? Then we have Carrot Top, of course. I don't know if he's any kind of healthy thing. But that's a pretty good deal. Hey, February, we told last week when February got here, uh, that things that happened were how February got its name. But uh, the word, when is George Washington's real birthday? comes up and the Farmer's Albanac is going to clarify that up for us. Okay. Although the federal holiday is held on Monday, the third Monday of February, Washington's birthday is observed on February 22nd. To complicate matters, Washington was actually born on February 11th in 1731. How can that be? Washington was originally born when the Julian calendar was in use. During Washington's lifetime, people in Great Britain and America switched the official calendar system from the Julian to the Gregorian mm -hmm. calendar, something that most of Europe had already done in 1582. I tell you, we're always changing things on. Yep. Got to. You learn it, you figure it out, they change it on you. Yeah. Some well, young hotshots got a better idea. Yeah, because here in about a month, time changes. Yeah. Again. As a result of this calendar reform, people born before 1752 were told to add 11 days to their birth dates. Those born between January 1st and March 25th, as Washington was, also had to add one year to be in sync with the new calendar. I wonder how they got all this information to back in those days. <laughs> they, so they aged like a year overnight or literally? Kind of. I wasn't born yesterday. You know, yeah, yeah, you were. Well, you might have been. <laughs> By the time Washington became president in 1789, he celebrated his birthday on February 22nd and listed his year of birth as 1732. This must have been making Hallmark cards go crazy. I bet that's who um, did it. I bet that's yeah, who came up with had it. To. to summarize, Washington's birthday changed from February 11th 
1731 to February 22nd, 1732. Because old Gregory. You know what I mean? Well, we should just have the week off or something. That's what the kids say. School, done. Yeah. Well, there's some myths about old George. Myths. And here we go. Legend has it. Washington chopped down a cherry tree when he was six years old. And when confronted by his father, said, I cannot tell a lie. I did it with my hatchet. Well, we cannot tell a lie either. Farmer's Almanac. Mm -hmm. Washington didn't say this. He didn't even chop down the tree. This tale was, in fact, concocted by Parsons Mason Wims, one of Washington's biographers, who made up the story hoping to demonstrate Washington's honesty. Well, how do we know what they're saying is true? <laughs> Can't believe nothing. This tale is not the only myth about Washington. It's wooden dentures. They weren't made of wood. They were made of hippopotamus teeth that had been filed down to fit into Washington's mouth. Is that possible? Wow. That's man. a big they have those big like two teeth, you well, know. I know it. Did he like <laughs> did he look like he would just come off the the hay wagon or something? Hey. Or like a cartoon where it looks like one big tooth, you know? I mean, man. Okay. Well, I don't know if I believe any of this stuff. Well, George Washington quote, which is not going to be the one of today. Okay. Upon entering office, Washington was not convinced that he was the right man for the job. He wrote, my movements to the chair of government will be accompanied by feelings not unlike those of a culprit who is going to the place of his execution. <laughs> Fortunately for the young country, he was wrong. Worry is the interest paid by those who borrow trouble. George Washington. G-Dub. 1732 to 1799. You know, I bet the uh, hippo teeth would look better than wooden teeth, though. Get yeah. the splinters and everything. I'll tell you what. We're still with the Albanac. <laughs> and they're telling us about some recycling things we can do. Yeah. Reuse and repurpose. Upcycling rubber bands. Wrap them around the ends of clothes hangers to prevent successful garments from slipping off the hanger. Hmm. When painting or varnishing, pull a rubber band top to bottom across the can once the lid is open. The stretch rubber across the top of the can Makes a nifty paintbrush wiper to keep paint from dripping off the end of the brush. Okay. I'm just going to tell you, what would we do without the farmer's almanac tips? Really February. Heart Heart. Remember, stroke warning signs, face can droop. You have weakness in the arm, speech difficulty. And face drooping gets the person to smile if only one side goes up, the other one doesn't. Things are probably not good. If they can't get up both arms, raise them, there's probably something going on, especially if their speech is kind of not right. 
No, I'm not going to say anything about the president currently of the United States. But I'm going to give you today's quote. And it goes like this. If you're humble and hardworking, opportunities will arise for you. And that is Rachel Ray. Huh. Yeah. Pretty cool. I always like because she's always grinning, smiling, doing all those kind of things. Kind of makes it fun. Well, hey, that's all I got to multiply, subtract, add, and divide. And the uh, weather in your world today has been pretty good. If it hadn't been, just going to have to get over it. And if they knock you down, just get up and keep on going. Yeah, read. Yeah. I don't know. Read that gent library. That's right. Todd Michael Gent, Casey Kobe Gent. It's available on Amazon, Swamp Productions, LLC.com. Take the right to it. Thank you very much. And uh, thanks for listening to our retired coach and his kid. I'm the retired coach. I'm his kid. Make it count. Doo.